in a minute. Let me touch down. I'ma get it. Cause I, I, I been waiting all night. It's game time. It's game time. Here's your host, Tom Barfield and Glenn Stretch-Smith. Hey, good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome into the program. This is Game Time, your all-access pass to Central Texas sports. Tom, Stretch, and Garrett, around the horn we go. Stretch, how you doing this morning? I'm good, fellas. How are you today? Man, it could not be better. Uh, Garrett, how are you, sir? I'm good. So there we go. We're all good. We're just like those Dallas Cowboys. We're all good. Everything's okay. <laughs> Ah, oh, man. In all the press, all the post-game press, that's what cracked me up. Well, we got to get better. We, we've we got to work hard. I mean, come on. That was that was as bad a football as you're ever going to see. i tell you what, Tom. I, I, I spent, obviously, last night, I got up and looked at it again this morning, and I, <clears throat> the one thing I, I, I'm coming out questioning, is that really pro football? Is that what you call that? <laughs> No, I'm, I'm dead serious. I mean, I, I, I know you – I am dead serious when I ask you, is that is that what you're calling that? Because right now – and I just looked at the film again. Right now, my initial feeling is that this team this team's trying to get Trevor Lawrence. I, 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 I'm telling you, I've never seen a Cowboy team, not in the years even that I coached there, when we had guys that you've never heard of playing and starting for us, we didn't give that. We didn't give that kind of effort. We, we didn't, and we were five and eleven, and, and about as bad as you could be. But but watching that last night, and and then getting up this morning and saying, okay, and and I like to let it marinate a little bit, and then say, okay, is it, is, it, is that really what I saw? I mean, because I'll be jotting notes during the game, and I'll find certain parts of the game or certain personnel groupings or something that I'll want to go back and trigger and just right then kind of take a look at. And then the next day, usually I, I look at it again on the film and I'm telling you, it's, it's as bad. It's as bad as I've ever seen. I mean, it's as bad a football. I called a friend of mine and he said, well, he said back, back 10 or 12 years ago, he said new when before Sean Payton got to new Orleans, he said, they, they, they were some bad football going in new Orleans too. And I'm like, not like this. I, I I've never seen anything like this. I mean, I'm t I'm telling you, the the fact that I got up and watched it again just it, it just makes my rear end itch. I mean, just <laughs> well, the thought of getting up and watching it again. I'm real curious why you did that, but I, I, I am too. I, I am too. I mean, I, I saw enough last night to know that I don't want to see any more of that. So we'll get into the Cowboys. We got and there's plenty to get into. And there is plenty of blame to go around, and we'll assign that blame. And we'll well, how do you fix it? Well, well, you know, we'll get in maybe. If it can be fixed, we'll get into that conversation. Uh, we'll, we've we've also got there was another and there was another good football game played last night. I mean that was or yesterday afternoon, whatever you prefer. That actually was a good football game and it was fun to fun to watch. And uh, and we got baseball tonight. That's going to be fun. And my man Garrett is sporting his Los Angeles Dodgers ball cap. Got to. Got to roll with the Dodgers, man. I'm telling you, this is a Cali guy that somehow ended up in Texas. He wasn't born here. There's no way. 
There's no way. No, I'll make no, it home I, one I, day. Can t- I can tell you that from a guy who calls a chicken fried steak overrated. I'm not sure you can get a chicken fried steak in Los Angeles. Maybe that's you don't where need he to. Maybe that's where he needs to do. He needs to do like they told the settlers, Tom, and just go west, yeah. young man. He he told me that he was craving sushi this morning. So I mean, I don't know. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm yeah, not I doing bet. sushi. I bet. I bet he was. Uh, <laughs> so I, man, you know, just. Oh, Garrett, Garrett if you do, if you ever do have a craving, what is it for? Let's sh- share that with us. Well, oh, I if mean, you like, really have a craving, what is it? Oh, it would either be like crawfish or crab legs or, you know, maybe some good fried chicken, something like that. Simple, well, simple see, things. fried chicken and taters now, now he's kind of Texan. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. So. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> so, so let me ask you this. Where is the fried chicken of choice? Man, it, and Waco is really hard to find. I, I used to go to Crispy Chicken, but I haven't been there in a while, so. I'm not sure. Maybe bushes, probably. Okay, I'm with you, Tom. If, it, if you're, you're, you're fried chicken of choice, if you have to go. Nah, get I some. mean, I live at bushes. I, I like the tenders. I got you. I don't have to mess with that. Uh, I guess not. I, I guess bone. I'm old school. I'm an I'm an original recipe KFC guy. I'm I'm, I'm not I'm big on KFC. Old school on that. So. Uh, so well, now that we got, I'm the trying chicken. to talk about something to make me quit thinking about the stinking Dallas Cowboys. Gee, many Christmas was that bad. Well, I mean, why are you surprised? I mean, seriously, when is this? T- 25 years since they've been to an NFC Championship game or something to that effect. Uh-huh. I mean, 99. I mean, 95 is the last time they went to a championship game. No, uh, no, I I understand. And I mean, I so why fortu- are we surprised? And I was fortunate enough to be here. Let me tell you that when it's Monday night football. I, guys get cranked up for Monday night football. I mean, I mean, you're not you're that group. The, you get the. I understand. Well, you ask me why, and I'm telling you why. Because when you get the national stage, you get the camera put on you. You got you you got the whole country viewing you, and you go out there and just absolutely put on a zero display. I, I, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing to be a Cowboys fan. It's it. it I don't even know how to, other than saying, do they really call this pro football? I don't even know how to, I don't even know how to say it. And I tell you what's sad, they're in first place in the NFC East. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and just what we said too, and, and no, I'm not even going to go there yet. Uh, we, we, we're going to talk some high school football at some point today as we got some big games coming up. And by the way, you can go, you can, the voting has begun. You can jump in right now in our high school pick'em contest brought to you by our good friends at Whataburger. Uh, go to SyntexSportsFan.com. That is SyntexSportsFan.com fan.com cast your vote tell us who's going to win the games and you may be a winner of a nice gift package from Whataburger which will include a uh, gift card to go have some lunch or supper and uh, also uh, some other goodies from Whataburger so it's the uh, Whataburger gift pack up for grabs in our uh, in our Whataburger high school f- pick'em contest at SyntexSportsFan.com. And the games are out. And, Garrett, there's some good ones. We'll get into those. Mm-hmm. Baylor football, Baylor in Texas. We got uh, uh, the uh, – is this is this the uh, the, uh, the the coaches' bowl since these do, these guys were uh, were uh, roommates uh, long ago and far away? I mean, yeah, we, we can talk about uh, some Baylor football, Baylor in Texas, and, and everything else that's going on in the Big 12. And – uh, the uh, Big Ten is going to get rolling uh, this week, so we, there's a lot of positive football to get to on this uh, on this Tuesday. And, and you know, it's it's kind of it's kind of a is it ironic that it's cloudy and kind of gloomy today after after last night's 
performance. Maybe so. That was I bad. Mean, but uh, two weeks from election day, let's talk about something going in a direction <laughs> other than these stinking cowboys. So, all right. So there you go. It's uh, eight minutes after ten o'clock, ten o eight. This is game time. Tom Stretch and Garrett. We're gonna dive into the Cowboys, and we'll do it next here on ESPN Central Texas. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Partly sunny skies expected today. That means more clouds and sunshine, but I do think later on this afternoon, we turn mostly sunny. High temperatures today topping out at 85 degrees. Partly to mostly clear skies expected tonight. We fall to 67. And tomorrow, kind of the same story. Partly sunny skies in the morning, becoming mostly sunny in the afternoon. Look for a high around 86. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5.30 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Recently on Game Time. You know, every time I think I've kind of got a handle on Garrett, I learned something new, Stretch. Here's a guy that just <laughs> wouldn't give you a plug nickel for chicken fried steak, but he tells me that deep fried summer sausage is at the top of his list. I didn't say it's at the top of my list. I said it's pretty dang good, though. <laughs> well, Golly, deep fried summer sausage. I mean, that's sausage. making me grab for a sleeve of Tums right just thinking about it. This is Game Time on ESPN Central Texas. Some things never change, like the commitment to service and protection the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency has offered since 1949. Whether you're needing a new business policy to get your operations up and running, adding cyber liability for a remote workforce, or if you're needing to pause your current coverage, our team is here for the protection you need when you need it. Whatever your coverage needs, talk to the experts that care. Call the Nitsche Group to discuss your personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs at 1-800-258-8302. My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. My training helps me at work when I lead by example. The Army National Guard has taught me the value of showing respect to those I come in contact with each day. My service also allows me to be there for my community in ways others can't. I help my hometown recover after nature strikes. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my country and those I care about safe from threats. I also work with a network of professionals that help me succeed and accomplish the mission. Plus, the Army National Guard education benefits make getting a higher education a reality. Being an Army National Guard soldier makes living and serving in my community more rewarding every day. Learn how you too can live and serve part-time close to home by visiting nationalguard.com. Sponsored by the Texas Army National Guard. Aired by the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station. My house has a new Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralite, a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. Now offering 0% financing for 60 months, that's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows direct for a free in-home estimate universal windows central texas.com or call 254-301-7760 that's 254-301-7760 
Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery, call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107 or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. It's ten twelve here on a Tuesday morning. Let's uh, let's get into it. Thirty eight ten, zip zip at the end of one twenty one unanswered, and and I find it funny, not not ha ha funny, but to kind of ironic that you know that people are ripping on Andy Dalton. Well, yeah, he, he played horrible. There's no question. But raise your hand if you can tell me who didn't play horrible. I mean, th- across the board, offensive line, pathetic. Running game, pathetic. Passing game, pathetic. Defensive front, pathetic. Uh, you got a, you got a wide receiver running right down the middle of the football field, catching a ball, and he's knowing within six or seven yards of him. They were pathetic. They were pathetic. Stretch all across the board. There's blame for everybody. Yeah, if you if you really thought that you were going to go into the game and allow Andy Dalton to throw 54 times and have even a remote chance of winning the football game, I, I'm not I'm not even sure where you're from. This, and and I'm glad you pointed me that direction. I'll go offense first. We'll come back and talk defense, and then. I'll tell you. Oh, by the way, the special teams—they—they really—they really, they really dokey oaked them one time. They put ten on the field and said, "You know what? We'll see if we can screw their count up, play with one less." To start the the, the offense, in order to be successful last night, the only chance they had to be successful was to try to run the football, to try to keep Kyler Murray and that explosive offense off the field. They didn't do that, and 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 the quarterback. Managed the football game okay. He, he, yeah, he should have thrown a pick six. He threw the pick uh, that C.D. Lamb was uh, absolutely was a defensive pass interference. They didn't make the call. It was a terrible call, and he threw that pick, and then he throws the pick on the slant to Cooper. Uh, he did not play well. He'll, he'll tell you he didn't play well. But that's the, in my mind, that is the least of the issues with the Cowboy team is – is the quarterback the running back fumbling the football not not he should be the leader right now he didn't he didn't step up and really be the guy and I've always I'm a Zeke fan I thought paying him was the correct thing to do he's unbelievable in pass protections he can run routes he's got you know he does have great hands but fumbling the football and this is his this is his fourth time to fumble this year Two in this game, it's it's inexcusable. He cannot continue turning the football over like that. If this chance, if this team is to have any chance to win, we go to the receivers. I, I thought, you know, and I do think Dalton Schultz is getting better as a tight end. Obviously, he sat and spent time behind Jason Witten. Understands how to run the inside routes. Uh, receiver wise, I thought you just got really an okay effort out of Cooper. An okay effort. At a CD and an absolute huge drop by Gallup to end the to end the first half. 
that's the best ball Andy Dalton threw all night was when they ran that little, you know, kind of pivot comeback out there, and he drops the touchdown, which would have made it a 21-7 game with the Cowboys getting the ball immediately to start the second half. So when you combine the fact that Zeke's putting it on the ground and and you get a huge drop in that situation, that that really changed the entire complexion, I thought, of the football game because going in and and going into half down 21-7 when you were going to get the football back in the second half and then they made a drive right there before they before they turned the ball over that at least it made you feel like well wow they they they've really got something going here. Then I go to the other side of the ball fellas, defensively somebody has to be held accountable on multiple fronts for what's going on with the Dallas Cowboys defense. I'm going to start with the head coach to be 6 games into it and for me to be still here talking to you guys about being out-leveraged is inexcusable. And the head coach to be watching this film and to see this week in and week out and to not force the defensive coordinator, Mike Nolan, to make adjustments is maddening. It, 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 I, I'm telling you, it's, it, it's something that is just beyond anything I've ever seen. Defensively, you've got out-leverage issues, you've got personnel issues. This team is not good in the secondary, fellas. I don't care how you put it. I think Trayvon Diggs is a serviceable player, and I think Jordan Lewis is okay, and I think the rest of these guys are just guys. And the fact that you're trying to play Worley at corner versus Christian Kirk, I don't know what the hell technique he was playing when Christian Kirk ran the zip motion and ran right at him. It was almost like he stopped his feet, tried to play some kind of catch technique. Christian Kirk just blew right by him. It was an 80-yard touchdown. Unexcusable, poor technique, poorly coached, and bad personnel in the secondary. The defensive front, guys, they had some guy named Tucker off of the practice squad who has made more tackles, making 300-and-something thousand dollars, than Don Terry Poe, who you're paying $5 million to. There is a personnel problem with what the Dallas Cowboys are doing. I will tell you this, it was good to see Leighton Vander Esch back out there. You can tell he's something at least the defense can build upon and can build around. I mean, he's still a heck of a linebacker and somebody who can run and go sideline to sideline and make plays. But this Dallas Cowboy defense is, I, I mean, literally I could start saying some words that make a sailor blush. They're bad, fellas. They are, they are bad. They are, not, they are not well coordinated, and they are not good in the positions that they're in. It, I, I can't tell you how I look at this game and I say, I, I really don't know what's going on. And it certainly feels like at this point they're almost in a position to tank for Trevor Lawrence. It, it really feels that way, and that, that pains me to get on this radio and tell you that. It really does. It pains me. But that's the only way I can explain what, it, what is going on, the lack, of, the lack of coordination on the defensive side to constantly be out-leveraged, even on the play that, was, uh, that he missed on the corner throw to, uh, to Larry Fitzgerald. Let me tell you something. If Kyler Murray would have ever set his feet last night, he'd have thrown for 400 yards. 
he and, and I get it. He's a runaround guy, boy. He is. I mean, he's got to kind of be on the move, and he's he's undersized. He's a magical player, and he's he's fun to watch. Do I think they're, that he's ever going to take the Cardinals to the next level? I do not. But he is fun to watch. If he sets his feet last night and 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 makes three or four throws, I'm telling you, he, he throws for 300 yards and could have thrown for for more than that if he if he would set his feet. But fellas, this this is this is we've got 10 more games of this to watch, and, and it is going to make for a very long season because I I don't see any way, and I don't see this team making corrections through the first six games of the year. So what leads me to believe? It's going to get any better? Nothing right now. And Mike McCarthy has got to make a change on defense. And whether he waits for the off week to, to you know, reassign some things, I, I don't know. I, I, I would have done it after, what, two weeks ago when I got on here and was screaming about how poor the leverage was. But this team right now, guys, is a bad football team and maybe playing as bad a football as anybody, including the damn Jets in the league. Well, uh, you've got bad players and bad schemes, and so you have no chance to win, if that's what you're telling me, with bad players and bad schemes. So where did this all come from? Well, I, I, I mean, again, guys, you've got – and and I get it. You've got you've got Tyron down. You got Lael Collins down. You lose your quarterback. COVID, new coach. We we can go on and on and on with excuses. The bottom line is Connor McGovern, who is the guy they put in last night when Zach Martin got got dinged, who is their best offensive lineman. When he's been here for a few years and he doesn't recognize or know how to recognize a strong safety blitz, and he lets Buda Baker come through the B-gap and hit his quarterback right in the teeth, he doesn't understand how to slide that protection that way. That, I mean, that reeks of, of, of something that is, is going on here, whether it's, again, from a communication standpoint, from a coordination standpoint, I don't know what the protection was it was called. I'm not pertinent to that information. But I do look at the at the film, and you know what? Your eyes don't lie. No, it, so, it Stretch, I'm going to tell you something. This is ironic. Just before we went on the air, I, I looked at, 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 at Garrett, and I said, hey, I don't care what the talent level mm-hmm. is of that offensive line. It was the lack of preparation. When they didn't recognize certain looks and certain things, it, that's what drove me insane. I mean, the, it, there were some of those those blitzes and some of those those rush packages that were kind of, you know, that were disguised. But a lot of them were just, hey, I'm pinning my ears back and coming. And they didn't recognize that. And that is a monumental problem. Right. And, and, and just like you were saying, I mean, if you think that, other teams aren't going to look at that and recognize. Well, it's the blueprint. How, uh, correct. And so now you you put you put this kind of football. It's got to be embarrassing. It's embarrassing for you. I, you know, I, Mike McCarthy took the Packers to the playoffs nine years in a row or something like that. When you look at this team and how poorly coached and coordinated they are. I, I don't I don't know how you would draw that conclusion, and and I'm not, guys I'm not for changing coaches. I've been in that position. I know how hard the job is. I know how hard it is to win in the NFL, and it, and and it's hard to get on here and be critical. But when I see something, and it continues to happen, 
without corrections being made, without adjustments being made, without a different personnel or personnel groups in there, I, I don't know what to say other than to say right now the coaching is the problem. And, wow, do we yearn for an 8-8 eight and eight Jason Garrett? I mean, at least he got guys to line up and go play hard. I will say this. Last night in the first two series, they put seven DBs out there and at least changed the look a little bit and gave themselves a chance, I think, for two, three and outs right there early in the football game. So I'm just – at this point, guys, I'm really trying to understand what what is going on over there at the Star What's really happening? Who, you know, always before Jerry has had somebody in his ear before he hired somebody, whether that was Bill Parcells, whether it was Bruce Coslett as an offensive coordinator, you know, he gets somebody in his ear. But this guy actually came to Jerry's house. Jerry said he felt this connection with him or whatever it is, and he made this hire. And and I'm telling you, man, right now, six games into this, that th- this – this is not going the right direction. It's not going the right direction personnel-wise. It's not going the right direction coaching-wise. It's not going the right direction coordination-wise. I mean, it is. They they have got it. They have got it going the wrong direction. And and Tom, I don't know how you. I don't know how you stem that when you're playing backup offensive linemen. You're playing backup to backup offensive linemen. You're playing two free agent offensive tackles. You're playing a backup quarterback. I don't know how you can stem that tide and turn that another direction, but this is going to test every bit of how you coach and how you can get these players to 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 get themselves up to go play. And 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 it's pro football, guys. Guys should get themselves up in this situation. I'm right back to what I said initially going into this Monday night football, and you're 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 you are the game. Everybody in the country's watching you, and you go out there and put that product on the field. It's embarrassing. Uh, embarrassing is not. A, I mean, yeah, that's that's a good way to put it. Uh, it's ten twenty-five. Uh, last night, uh, Zeke was uh, meeting with the media, and Q from uh, unnecessary roughness. I, I think at the first question to to Zeke and and, and talked a little bit about the uh, the embarrassment of of last night's football game. Zeke, what made the Cardinals defense? What did they do that made you guys got you guys so frustrated and just kind of off kilter all night? Um, honestly, I, I don't think it really was much of what they did. Uh, I think it was me. Um, me, I, I'm supposed to be a guy this team can rely on. I'm supposed to be a guy that this team can can lean on when times get rough. And and I, I just wasn't that today. Um, I got us started off to a terrible start. Defense were playing; they were playing well. Um, but uh, I killed our momentum. Two fumbles. Uh, I can't do that. I can't. So there you go, uh, Zeke. Uh, uh, you know, basically calling it what it was. I mean, they got behind in that. And right now, with Dak out and and all the stuff that's going on with the offensive line, there's no way this team can play from behind 14 points. No way. No. I mean, it, it's no, impossible. No, they can't. They can't play from behind, and they can't expect the backup quarterback to go throw throw the ball 50 times a game. It's it it is an it is an absolute recipe for an L. Yep. To be to to, to to have that, I mean, and we don't need to say anything more than that. 
That's it. If you're having to throw it 50 times a game, you're not going to win with a backup quarterback. All right, it's 1027 at ESPN Central Texas. We are going to step aside, and when we come back, we are going to talk a little college football, a little change-up going on in Lawrence, Kansas, and we'll get to that next here on ESPN Central Texas. Midway Panthers football on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Bird Colgen Ford. Hi, this is Tom Barfield. Join Kenneth Weithorn, Darren Burrow, and me for Midway Panthers football. This Thursday night, the Panthers take on the Tigers of Mansfield. Our broadcast begins at 6.30 with the pregame, the kickoff, and all the action at 7 o'clock. It's Midway in Mansfield, and it's this Thursday night right here on ESPN Central Texas. Triple S Sports is your one-stop shop for all baseball and softball gear. They have the latest bats, gloves, balls, and equipment from the names you know and trust. Rawlings, Louisville Slugger, DeMarini, Wilson, Easton, Mizuno, Under Armour, and New Balance. Play ball! Triple S Sports can also take care of your team uniform needs with their large selection of the latest sublimated apparel and custom caps. Ask about team, league, and school special discounts. Stop by their warehouse in Waco or visit them at triplessports.com. You're out! Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham. Cunningham Realtor with Coldwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. When it comes to me and my money, I know the way it should be. For a limited time, refinance your vehicle and have 90 days with zero payments only at Genco FCU. Refinancing will lower your rate and lower your payment. Actually pay less for your vehicle. Then two winners have a chance to win a 0% loan. You can't pass on rates as low as 1.75% for 48 months. Apply online today and save your money. With every loan refinanced, Genco will donate to a school fund for two schools to win a $1,500 donation. The two schools with the most votes win. Vote today and every day until December 4th. Go to GencoFCU.org. No purchase necessary to vote. Refinance and pay less for your vehicle. Keep your payments for 90 days and help your school win cash. Annual percentage rate subject to change without notice. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. For more information, go to GencoFCU.org. NCUA Equal Housing Lender. Stonewood Dental is your comfortable and remarkable home for a full spectrum of general dentistry starting at age six months. They feature a specialized treatment of TMJ pain known as biostetics, the highest degree of bite correction treatment that relieves patients of pain and gives them the smile of a lifetime. From simple fillings to full cosmetic reconstruction, Stonewood Dental also specializes in oral or IV sedation, implants, and wisdom teeth removal. They accept most insurance policies, including Medicaid and CHIPS at Stonewood Dental in Robinson. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Stephen Simcox with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Get the Durable Kubota L Series tractor for as low as $149 a month. Right now, WC Tractor at Moore Service Center in Star. Cowboys got embarrassed by the Cardinals on Monday night, losing 38 to 10. See, Gelliot fumbled twice Monday night and was put on the bench temporarily. He discussed the coach's decision to go with Tony Pollard for a series. I wasn't helping the team, and uh, I think it, they did the right thing, and uh, you know. Gave gave some of those reps to TP. You know, I, I can't I can't do that. Um, I have to be 
a guy uh, this team can lean on, you know, especially in the times right now. Uh, so many of our, our starters hurt and not playing. Um, so it's, just, it's, it's not acceptable, um, and I need to figure it out. Stay tuned to ESPN Central Texas for Cowboys reaction all throughout the day on our local shows. According to T.R. Sullivan, the Rangers will name a new pitching coach by the end of the World Series. It's expected to be someone already in the organization. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Ten thirty-one. This is game time. Your all-access pass to Central Texas sports. Tom Barfield and. Stretch Smith and Garrett Ross, we're glad you're with us. We're going to switch gears. We'll get back to some more Cowboy conversation here in just a couple of minutes. But right now, we're going to welcome into the program Scott Chasen from uh, Kansas 24-7 Sports. Uh, Scott, uh, Puka, Puka Williams is, is opting out. Was did, did, did that catch anybody by surprise or was that kind of expected? You know, uh, I'm not sure it was necessarily uh, expected. And obviously the reason that he gave um, was uh, because of a family health issue. Now, I, I think it is reasonable. I think it is fair um, for some people to, to maybe not ask some questions about if there is a health issue. I certainly believe that's happening and certainly, you know, wish him all the best with everything going on there. And I believe it's with his mother. Um, but I, I think there it is very reasonable and realistic to look at uh, kind of the total uh, picture and, and basically everything going on with uh, with Kansas this season. You know, a couple weeks ago I was on a, a radio program and one of the questions I got was, why is Puka Williams not opting out? Why, why is he still here? Why is he trying to run behind a really bad offensive line on a really bad team when he's banged up and he's probably costing or could be costing himself NFL money? So this is not a new uh, idea that, you know, no one had considered that he would be doing this. And in fact, I, I would say most people who probably, you know, from the outside looking in were like, yeah, why, why is this guy continuing to do that? So from that perspective, it makes sense. Obviously, the reason is maybe something that um, people didn't know about. Now, we kind of do know about it. And like I said, obviously wish uh, Puka and his family the best. But um, a lot, lot of circumstances would uh, kind of, I think, lead you to, to say this was probably the right decision for Puka. So when you, when you talk about, I'm sorry, when you talk about the, the, a bad offensive line and, 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 and not having the season that Coach Miles wants, can you tell us a little bit about the recruiting philosophy and kind of the direction that it's changed since they've gone away from, you know, taking so many junior college players there? Yeah, absolutely. So, I, you know, just for reference, or, or I guess to, to paint the whole picture here, it, the, the problem at Kansas, and I know a lot of people know this, but some still don't, and is, is that, you know, starting with Charlie White, the program took a lot of JUCO guys. Uh, there was this quote-unquote dream team of, of JUCO talent, uh, and, and then a bunch of them ended up, for a lot of reasons, leaving the team, getting kicked off the team, uh, not being very good. And David Beatty came to Kansas with this promise of, you know, hey, I'm connected in Texas, and I'm – I'm in this, you know, legion of Texas high school coaches, and now I'm going to, you know, bring in a bunch of high school talent. Well, David Beatty started by taking a lot of JUCO talent, and his final class had more than 17 JUCO players. Now, not all were scholarships, but any, even a walk-on that's a JUCO walk-on is not a high school walk-on. So, um, you know, David Beatty did some good to fix the numbers, and then toward the end of his career, either because he couldn't land any high school players, because... Um, 
you know, maybe maybe the losses at Kansas and, and his recruiting approach grew stale, or because, you know, he was really focused on winning now, he, he continued to dip into that well, and it's all fine and well, except, you know, JUCO players aren't 100% success rate either, and Kansas has landed a lot of JUCO guys uh, that, that really haven't panned out. And, uh, you know, Les Miles, this last recruiting class, took 25 or 26 high school names. And for years, Kansas fans asked, why won't the coach do this? Why won't a coach just fix the numbers and go high school talent only for a couple of years and, and restore the program? And you're kind of seeing it. I mean, uh, you start with Kansas's offensive line. Kansas's left tackle uh, was playing guard. Kansas's right tackle was a tight end turned left tackle who wasn't very good at that. So then he was playing right tackle, and now they have a guard playing right tackle. So Kansas's line is just an absolute mess right now, and part of that's because uh, David Beatty's last recruiting class, he took so many extra names that it limited how many people uh, Les Miles could take. You know, David Beatty did some creative things with, like, blue shirts, gray shirts, all that kind of stuff that really limited Les Miles' first class. So they didn't take any offensive linemen in their first class. Now, I think they expected to have at least one more tackle available, um, and Antoine Frazier, who opted out uh, due to the COVID-19 pandemic, um, no one obviously could have seen that coming, uh, then ended up in the transfer portal. So, uh, you know, that was one tackle option that was down, and they had another guy who uh, may have had some surgery before the season that I think they were also expecting to compete for a tackle spot. So there are things that contribute, and, you know, it's not to absolve them of any blame, but that being said, um, Les Miles came to, to Kansas knowing that he was in a tough spot, knowing that it might look rough. But uh, to his credit, at least, he has decided that he is going to uh, kind of build his way out the, the correct way and, and not try and shortcut the system, which, uh, if nothing else, that, I think that's fairly commendable. Scott, so going forward right now, uh, who do you expect to step up in the running back position? I know you got three different guys from Texas. You got Vilton Gardner from Dallas Skyline and Jack Caldwell from Pearland, Tory Lachlan from our backyard in Rockdale. Is it going to be a running back by committee, or is there anybody that's going to just take it over you know, by themselves? You know, I'm a huge fan of Melton Gardner. I think he has all the talent. I think he has the ability in the open field to make guys miss, and we've already seen it. He has a 61-yard touchdown run this year. Uh, last year he had a couple long runs, including one uh, against TCU where – you know, same thing, make, makes a guy just miss in the open field. And I'm not comparing these players, but a local a local guy to Kansas City now because he, he was drafted by the Chiefs in the first round was Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Uh, and it, you watch them run, they have some similarities. Now, obviously, they're not the same caliber of player, obviously. But, you know, for Chiefs fans at least, that's like, oh, you know, I, I recognize some of the things he's doing. So I, I think Melton Gardner is a very talented back. Uh, that you guys are obviously familiar with. And, you know, and I'll tell you what about Tory Laughlin. Uh, I, I wrote a really long feature about him before the season, a few thousand words, um, just just kind of about how, uh, in, you know, basically he's thrived doing a number of different things. I mean, uh, be it uh, baseball, be it football, be it like lacrosse or rugby, or, or I believe it was lacrosse, um, be it track. He, he's basically done – like a, a trillion different things. He's thrived at all of them. And when I talk to the Kansas coaches, uh, what they've told me is he's too good not to get on the field in some way, shape, or form. Well, so far, that's looked like special teams. And, uh, you know, Kansas's quarterback situation is really dire. Not because I don't think they have names they're happy about. I, I think they have one guy they wanted to be the starter who got injured in the first game. And then they had a true freshman that they were happy to, you know, quote unquote, take their lumps with and say, you know, you're throwing out a true freshman. It's not going to go very well. Um, 
uh, who got injured in the third game. So they have their, their top two options, a quarterback injured, and then their fourth option, a quarterback injured. So they're really locked into the guy they've got now. Uh, I, I thought coming into the year it could have been interesting to give uh, a Tory Lachlan a shot. I mean, obviously, this is a guy who uh, threw for 2,500 passing yards in high school, nearly rushed for 2,500 yards, had 60 total touchdowns, and what led his team to his first state uh, championship in like 40 years. A guy who was named a captain three months after showing up on campus uh, or at a senior year in high school and then said, I shouldn't be a captain. You should give it to someone who's been there longer than me, which, um, you know, I think is the ultimate sign of, of someone who should be a captain and a leader. So uh, I've been surprised he hasn't played more, uh, maybe as a quarterback, because I, I think he'd probably be a better option than who Kansas has now. Uh, but in the run game, Dalton Gardner and, and Daniel Hyshaw out of Oklahoma, uh, those would be the two guys I'd keep an eye on. You touched on special teams a little bit right there, and Puka last week was just special teams player of the week for Kansas. So who steps up in that role You know, in the kicking game as well? Yeah, they used him a little bit more against Oklahoma State, actually. And then, yeah, like you mentioned, returned a kickoff for a touchdown against West Virginia. Um, the guy that, that I think is probably Kansas' best option at kick return uh, is actually a guy with an absolutely insane story. His name is Jamal Horn. Uh, he has a laser-tested 4-2-8-40, uh, which is absolutely world-class, unbelievable. He's the fastest player on the team. Um, and, and another guy that I actually profiled uh, last year, and his story is insane because he showed up on KU's campus uh, without any guarantee whatsoever that he would be on the team. He was very lightly recruited as a potential uh, walk-on, not a preferred walk-on, as in a come to a tryout and we'll see. And he actually missed his opportunity um, because of something with a waiver or something uh, to try out for Kansas. So he wasn't even able to do that. Uh, but a former player um, basically went to a KU coach and said, hey, you've got to give this guy a look. They turned on his film, and I have seen his film, and it is the most hilarious film I've ever seen because, yeah, he's, he's maybe not the best football player, the most complete football player, but imagine a dude running a 4 2 8 you know, imagine him playing against a bunch of high school guys, and I, that is exactly what that film looks like. There are plays where, you know, a snap goes over his head in the shotgun, he runs back 10 yards, picks up the ball, and then runs 80 yards for a touchdown. There are actually multiple plays of that on film, so it, it, it's absolutely uh, kind of ludicrous, and uh you know, that, that's been the guy. I think generally he's put the Jayhawks in good starting field position. He's not as, as shifty. He's not as elusive as Cook Williams, but uh, that is definitely a dude who has straight line speed. So I think the Jayhawks are actually pretty good in that regard. And then uh, Kenny Logan is another name that they, they like to use back there at kick return. Scott, looking to your crystal ball, have we seen uh, Puka Williams for the last time in a KU uniform? Yeah, I would say I would think that that has to be the case. You know, coming into this year, we had heard that his NFL feeling could be as high as a day two selection. Now, um, having covered Kansas uh, a few years, I, what I found, and this is not to, to denigrate the program or make fun of anyone, is usually when they tell you what someone's feeling is at Kansas, you have to add three rounds to it. And I think that's kind of showed itself with even guys like Daniel Wise, Dorrance Armstrong, a little bit locally in Texas. Um, and the same thing last year with Akeem Adenogy, where everyone was saying, hey, this could be a guy that, you know, maybe if things break right, he's a third-round pick, maybe day two. That's what he was hearing. Uh, and he goes with the first pick in the sixth round. So, you know, we, we've heard that he could be as, as high as the day two selection. Now, you know, I, I don't know if the, the ankle, the lingering, whatever lower leg injury that he's dealing with 
Um, I don't know if that'll scare people off. I don't know if the lack of production uh, this year will scare people off. I, I really don't think it should, given the state of the Kansas roster. And I believe he's actually, according to Pro Football Focus, forced the, the highest percentage of missed tackles on his runs of any Big 12 running back since, like, you know, the last 16 or 17 years, something like that. So he's very clearly uh, got the talent to do it. Um, I, I think there will be some questions asked there, but, no, I, I expect him to be off to the NFL. And um, I wouldn't be stunned out of my mind beyond disbelief if he played another snap of college, uh, but I would probably be a little bit surprised if uh, he wasn't trying to make it in the NFL this year. Scott, I'm going to assume that on Kansas 24-7 sports that uh, there's a lot on the uh, the in-state matchup with K-State this week. Yeah, there there's some, and there's going to be a lot more just because, I mean, last year was a game that sold out uh, tickets-wise, and it won't this year, uh, sold out at Kansas. But you had uh, even some controversy when uh, when the, the docu-series behind KU football showed Les Miles giving a speech in the locker room, and he famously said, uh, who the bleep is K-State? And then K-State players mentioned uh, a lot of that after they kind of stomped Kansas. So it's, it's definitely a game a lot of people care about. Scott, thanks. Hey, we appreciate your time. Look forward to visiting with you soon. Thanks for having me. We'll see you. Scott Chasen from uh, Kansas 24-7 Sports. And, yeah, it's uh, – and I don't care what the records are. You know, when an in-state game's an in-state game, and it's KU and KSU this week at uh, 11 o'clock uh, in, in Manhattan. I was looking earlier on Kansas' website, and I had you. If you would ask me this, I never would have guessed. Kansas leads that overall series with Kansas State. I don't know how, but they do. <laughs> don't, it's, he, ah, Stretchy <laughs> said, "I don't know how." <laughs> they won more than the other one. <laughs> hey, hey, I, I, I do know this, guys. I, 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 in, in listening to 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 how and what's happened to Puka, I, I think he's a, I think he's a heck of a college football player. But I know this, guys. If you don't you know, if if you don't have that, uh, if if you don't have that ability to really kind of put your team and 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 take your team to the next level, boy, I mean, a day two pick that's awful early in the NFL draft. I, I, I'm I'm saying it, it'd be hard. I think it'd be hard pressed to, to to sell him as a day two pick in the NFL. But Les Miles, I, I hope he gets it turned around at Kansas. He's a heck of a football coach, and boy, he's got a he's got a big mountain to climb to go try to beat Kansas State this weekend. All right, ten forty five, fifteen before eleven o'clock, and when we come back, we'll uh, touch base on some high school football, and we'll get back into the Cowboys situation. We'll do that next on uh, on on ESPN Central Texas. Midway Panthers football on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Bird Colgen Ford. Hi, this is Tom Barfield. Join Kenneth Weithorn, Darren Burrow, and me for Midway Panthers football. This Thursday night, the Panthers take on the Tigers of Mansfield. Our broadcast begins at 6.30 with the pregame, the kickoff, and all the action at 7 o'clock. It's Midway in Mansfield, and it's this Thursday night right here on ESPN Central Texas. cold weather is coming and it's time to fill your propane tanks. StarTex Propane provides the best propane service in Central Texas and they have special pricing and programs for your household needs with their Keep Full program. With the Keep Full program, they periodically check and fill your tank. And of course, service techs show up with masks, gloves, and social distancing. They can also install gas logs for your fireplace and they carry indoor propane heaters. Check them out at StarTexPropane.com or on Facebook. StarTex Propane. 
With so many companies and policies out there, it gets so confusing shopping for insurance, and I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at the Niche Group Insurance Agency. With the Niche Group, you can go to one company and get access to coverage options from many insurance carriers, and you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Niche Group, I know I'm getting the right coverage at the right price. If you need insurance, talk to the experts at the Niche Group at 1-800-258-8302. For 75 years, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe ranging from half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, bench posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. Business or a school or a team that needs to put their logo on something, then let the pros at Mallory Screen Printing and Embroidery do the job for you. They can customize your logo on t shirts, caps, dress shirts, golf shirts, winter apparel, and more. Stickers for any occasion, banners and signs, large or small. See more at MalloryPrint.com or call 1 800 433 2220. For your next custom screen printing or embroidery, check out their full catalog at MalloryPrint.com. Security Bank of Crawford offers the citizens of Bell, Bosque, Coriel, and McLennan counties competitive rates on a variety of commercial and consumer deposit accounts, plus certificates of deposits in ranges of 30 days to five years. And Security Bank of Crawford is also here for commercial, consumer, and real estate loans. So if you live in Bosqueville, China Spring, Clifton, Crawford, Evant, Oglesby, Prairie Chapel, or Valley Mills, do yourself a favor and check out the friendly employees at Security Bank of Crawford. Member FDIC and Equal House. Lender. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Stephen Simcox with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Get the Durable Kubota L Series tractor for as low as $149 a month. Right now, WC Tractor at Moore Service Center in Star. Cowboys got embarrassed by the Cardinals on Monday night, losing 38 to 10. Zeke Elliott fumbled twice Monday night and was put on the bench temporarily. He discussed the coach's decision to go with Tony Pollard for a series. I wasn't helping the team, and uh, I think it, they did the right thing, and uh, you know. Gave gave some of those reps to TP. You know, I, I can't I can't do that. Um, I have to be a guy this uh, team can lean on. You know, especially in the times right now, uh, so many of our, our starters hurt and not playing. Um, so it's just it's it's not acceptable. Um, and I need to figure it out. Stay tuned to ESPN Central Texas for Cowboys reaction all throughout the day on our local shows. According to T.R. Sullivan, the Rangers will name a new pitching coach by the end of the World Series. It's expected to be someone already in the organization. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. All right, welcome back in. This is game time. Tom and Stretch and Garrett, and we're glad you're with us on a Tuesday as we. Uh, talk football and again the uh, world series begins tonight we'll get into that a little later on in the program go dodgers according to uh, garrett <laughs> oh absolutely all the way all the way huh all right so we, we uh, several big time uh, games coming up in in midway we'll begin district competition this week they're uh they're on the road thursday night in mansfield taking on uh taking on the tigers and we'll have that one for you from uh, Newsom Stadium uh, beginning with the pregame at 6.30 and the kickoff and all the play-by-play action at 7 o'clock. And, uh, again, they, in, in my mind, even though they're 0-2, they made great strides between game one and game two with uh, with the Westlake game and then uh, the uh, 
the game, then on an open date fr- mm-hmm. uh, this past Friday, but uh, two weeks ago against South Grand Prairie, a game, quite honestly, they could have won and, and, in my opinion, should have won. Uh, uh, it kind of got away from them in the second half in the third quarter, but uh, I thought I thought they made incredible strides in all three phases of the game. Let me ask you this, Tom. Go back to to, to the scrimmage with Round Rock, and I know you. Mm-hmm. I know you saw that mm-hmm. too. I mean, do you see? Have you seen? Have you seen them make improvements in all phases? And I'm going to count that game because it really was like a game that Round Rock game. Do you see them? Have you seen them making the imp- improvements that you think they need to make? No, there's no question. They're getting better now. Does that result? In W's and you know, right. I, w- look, they're they're about to you know run into Duncanville, Desoto, Cedar Hill, all those dudes you know that have established programs. And again, as you know, in 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 high school, it's you cycle through. I mean, and this is this is where they're at a point now with this season, and it has nothing to do with COVID. I mean, it's just this season yeah. they're a much younger football team. Uh, Experience-wise, than uh, than they have been in the past, so and they're they're learning and they got they got some growing pains. And I think that's why I asked that. I mean, I, you know, anytime and, and and when you're in this business, you're in the business of coaching football and and, and understanding how to, like you were saying, guys cycle through, good players come in, they go off. I mean, and, and, and you get a group from, you know, you get a group of kid eighth graders, and you bring them in and you try to get them to where they're ready to you know, take that next step and be a junior varsity football player. And then they play junior varsity for a year, and hopefully you're able to get them to where they're physically able to, you know, spend time in the weight room and do those kind of things during the offseason to then be able to transition and be a varsity football player. A lot of times, Tom, and I know you realize this, I mean, it takes time to get those young men ready to play. And I guess that's why I asked the question, you know, going from week one where you're, you're scrimmaging a pretty good Round Rock team and then you play a really good Westlake team and then you get into a game that you probably should have won, you're trying to keep that arrow going in the right direction. Yeah, and, and they are, and I, and I don't think there's any question about it. And, and the guy leading the program, Jeff Hume, knows how to do this. And, mm-hmm. and that's the comforting thing about it is this is not his first rodeo. Uh, in, in building programs, and and, and I'm not even going to say building. I mean, no, it this, was established. This, yeah, this, this is re, this is just kind of retooling this group. Uh, and and they're, I mean, you could you can see it. I mean, in the Westlake game, I'm going to tell you guys. I mean, it was it was pretty clear early that this was going to be a long night. Last uh, two weeks ago uh, at uh, Panther Stadium, it, I mean, it it was fun. I mean, it, it, there was strategy. It, all those mm-hmm. things that play into a competitive football game were there, and and you know you saw it. I mean, and 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 you walked away. You, you're disappointed, obviously, that that you lost, but you walk away going, man. Uh, a couple of things here and a couple of things there and continued growth here, uh, you got a chance. I think for me, this is a, a must win for Midway. And, and it's funny that you mentioned those games with Westlake and South Grand Prairie and the, how they turned out because to me, this game against Mansfield is going to be very similar to that one with South Grand Prairie. And you have to get this if you want to lock up that last uh, playoff spot. But I, when you mentioned Cedar Hills, Duncanville, DeSoto, those are going to be a lot similar to the Westlake as far as caliber of team that you're facing. And 
That's why I think, you know, you definitely have to steal this win. I know what you're saying when you say lock up that last playoff spot, but you're, hey, I'm, you, I'm just you've already, you've already awarded yep. Duncanville, DeSoto, and Cedar Hill the uh, the, the top three I spots. Have. Okay. Oh, I, the, the coaches will tell you and the players will tell you that we're all zero and zero right now. That's as fine. This is the first week of, of district play. In fact, go get the win Thursday night and you're in first place all by yourself. And that's the way you got to look at yeah. it, right, Stretch? I mean, well, that, no, that is they're how one you have out of that, time. They're right, one out that, of time. Right. No, that is how you have to look at it. And you also, from a coaching perspective, though, you have to be realistic in knowing what what what's down the road. you you got to put your binoculars on, and you have to be looking down the road. And so, in, in Garrett's defense here, I, I, I guarantee you, Coach Hume, they understand what is out in front of this. Mm-hmm. But like you said, Tom, they're preaching to their kids, hey, man, we've got to get better today at practice. We've got to get the better tomorrow at practice. And we've got to get ready to go play a game and to go win this football game and hopefully, you know, point them. And like you were saying, Tom, I mean, I think it's all about football. You never stay the same. I know you guys have heard me say this a million times, and that's the coach and me coming out. You don't ever stay the same. Either you get either you get better or or or, or you're or you're declining. And so you're always trying to keep your players to where they're getting a little better. And and, and I like what you said earlier, Tom. I mean, hey, midway this year, is it going to reflect in wins and losses? It may not. It may just reflect in how our kids are continuing to fight and how they're continuing to play better. And by the way, that's something that the damn Dallas Cowboys don't know anything about, speaking of pro football and comparing it to high school because there are a lot of there are a lot of parallels. All right, it's ten fifty six. This is ESPN Central Texas coming up. We'll get into the World Series and I promise we're back to the Cowboys next here on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on Game Time. You know, every time I think I've kind of got a handle on Garrett, I learned something new, stretch. Here's a guy that just wouldn't give you a plug nickel for chicken fried steak, but he tells me that deep fried summer sausage is at the top of his list. I didn't say it's at the top of my list. I said it's pretty dang good, though. Well, deep fried summer I mean, that's sausage. making me grab for a sleeve of Tums right just thinking about it. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Qualified buyers at 3.9% with 4,000 down cash or trade. One available. TTNL Extra. See dealer for details. The pre-owned kickoff savings event continues at Richard Car Motors. Score big savings like a 2012 GMC Acadia SLE for $140 a month or a 2014 Ford F-150 pickup for $271 a month or a 2019 Jeep Cherokee for $279 a month. Celebrate your score at the kickoff savings event going on now at Richard Car. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and scratch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vita Me Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. 
The Real Texas Gun Show has teamed up with the Scottish Rite Foundation of Texas to bring you a benefit gun show to Waco, Texas, October 24th and 25th at 2801 West Waco Drive at the Lee Lockwood Library and Museum. 208-foot tables of vendors are available. This gun show is to help raise funds for the Scottish Rite Foundation's many charities in the state of Texas. This is the first show of a twice-yearly benefit, hopefully for many years to come in Waco. Do not miss this show, either as a patron or a vendor. Tables still available. Contact a Real Texas Gun Show on Facebook. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham. Cunningham Realtor with Coldwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Times are different right now, but as things begin to open and you need to get back on the road, make sure your vehicle is ready with Freddie Kish's Complete Car Care Center. With the demand high, supplies could be short soon, so get your car in today and make sure you're ready to hit the road. Our ASC certified technicians will ensure your vehicle is in its best working order in no time. Freddie Kish's Complete Car Care Center, where your troubles are our business. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralite, a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. Now offering 0% financing for 60 months, that's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. That's 254-301-7760. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. K265DV Temple. This is ESPN Central Texas. All right, welcome back in. This is Game Time, Hour 2 of the program. Tom Stretch and Garrett, glad you're with us. Baseball tonight. It's the Dodgers and the Rays. Let's get a prediction. Let's go, let's go stretch. Who do you like in the in the series? I I guess I'm going to go with the Dodgers. Uh, I think they are the I think they are the best team in baseball, and right now they're 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 playing the best. But I I know one thing: it's hard to go against Tampa and and understanding how good they are from a pitching perspective. But I just I just think the Dodgers are t- they're just too much right now. <laughs> Garrett, why am I even asking? Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm going Dodgers all the way, man. I I really would like to see Max Muncie get a championship. I I think when you have Clayton Kershaw and him both playing pretty much essentially a home series. I think that's really awesome, and I'd like to see both of them bring that title home. You know, I, there's a lot been made about Clayton Kershaw and his his postseason uh, success or lack thereof. Uh, and I know he doesn't get the offensive uh, uh, production that a lot of guys do. Just for what I mean, I think it's just just happens to be that way. But uh, 
I, I still hand him the baseball and, and hand him the baseball with the, with a lot of confidence. Stretch. I, I think that guy can. I mean, that, I think that guy can go deal. Yeah, there's, there's no question. I mean, he's a, he's a competitor. It just hasn't. It really hasn't fallen his way in what seemed like you know a, a tough tough postseason run for him. But I'm like you. I mean, when you have a gamer like that, when you have a guy that is as competitive as he is. And, and, and knowing what he's done, knowing his experience, knowing that he's been to the mound in multiple different must-win situations, yeah, you want to you give him the football. Uh, you give him the football. You want to give him the football and give him the baseball. And by the way, if you can play football, then you come play for the Cowboys. But no question. I mean, uh, give him the ball and let him go, go, you know, go secure a win for you. So it is. Uh, it, it begins tonight uh, in Arlington uh, at uh, what seven o'clock, something like that. Uh, yeah, seven o nine is the first pitch, and and I noticed that for the first time in the playoffs, they mm-hmm. have built in off days, Thursday and Monday. Now, does that have anything to do with Thursday night football and Monday night football? <laughs> I don't know, but mm. uh, it's interesting that the showcase of baseball has a has a break when the NFL is playing uh, on Thursday and Monday in those uh, in those showcase pieces for the NFL. I don't think you could really be surprised by that. I, I don't know for certain, but I think during these these playoff series, when those those nights when those MLB has gone up against just you know, other, you know, NFL games, I'm sure the ratings haven't been right. Well, football's going to win. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it – it, it just is. Now, it's not going to win at my house, but I promise you football w- will win uh, when it comes to when it comes to competing against baseball. And that's just that's just the way it is. So anyway, should be a lot of fun. I, and, and I honestly think that the Dodgers are the best team. And, uh, and and I'm and I'm with Garrett. Quite frankly, I want Max Muncy to get a championship. Yeah. I, I've known Max a long time for obvious reasons and, uh, and l- look forward to watching him play and. And, and again, for a power hitter, he's got great command of the zone. I mean, he's he draws some he he drew some huge walks in that uh, NLCS, and, and he also had some key key hits and some big flies. So he's playing well, and uh, and, and, and good for him. Good for him. So you know, I, I'll, I'll say this, guys, haven't gone over there last night. It was really, and I know Tom, you've mentioned this multiple times too. I mean, to think last night we were you know sitting on that front lawn. Uh, of AT&T and looking directly at Globe Life and to be sitting there with a Monday night football game and and and, and awaiting the start of the World Series god it was it was so it was so eerily quiet i i, I wish i could I, I wish i could explain to you guys because I, 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 you know you were excited for Monday night football that World Series i mean does it get any better than that from a baseball perspective and yet it was so eerie there was tons of parking places Mm -hmm. there was nobody parked in the blue lot you could see all the way across an empty parking lot and then into globe live field it was really real i i i I kept thinking of the you know how how i was going to come on here and explain this to you guys and i still haven't been able to come up with the words that's that's my simple texas mentality but other than just it was so empty and it was so hollow and it's it's almost surreal to think that we're in, you know, late late in October, middle of football season, end of baseball season, what should be a very exciting, magical, electrical experience. And th- there was just none of that. It, it was just none of it. It's, re- it's really bizarre. 
Well, we were watching yesterday afternoon, we were watching the Buffalo and Kansas City game. And even, again, I'm watching it on television, and, and it's just empty. And you're mm-hmm. like, this is – and I don't think – and I told Stephen this, uh, Stephen Simcox, I told him this yesterday. He goes, I, I can't get used to it. Nor do I want to. Right. I, I absolutely do not want to grow accustomed to, you know, going in, in it being second nature to see an empty stadium and a game going on in it. So anyway, all right, let's uh, let's get back and 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 circle back around to to the Cowboys and, and their woes and and Amari Cooper talking with uh, Q last night talked about the the transition over to to Andy Dalton and the lack of practice time and, and he felt like that that did have that did play a part in in what was going on last night Amari what was the biggest struggle as far as getting the the offense into a rhythm we saw the early turnovers but besides that just trying to get that that rhythm with Andy Dalton and the offense you know obviously you know um with a new quarterback coming in there um it's going to be kind of hard kind of difficult to uh, get into that that rhythm that we we might have had with Dak because um you know we only had one week to practice uh, with Andy, but we just got to get back to the drawing board, um, get more comfortable with Andy being back there, uh, so that things can be more cohesive for us. Now, a valid point, but I mean obviously that was there was a lot more problem there were a lot more problems than than just a cohesive uh, uh, relationship between quarterback and receivers. However, with that said, another week of practice and it's Washington and not Arizona. Surely, surely they'll be better next week. Well, you know, you would think so, Tom. I mean, and, and again, you're, 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 I think, and, and we all assume that obviously another week of practice, another week of working together, another week is going to help you with those connections. But, guys, if, if Zach Martin is out and, and you don't have – you don't have at least one of your of your five interior linemen that you feel good about, and 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 I know Connor, he he's a good right guard, but you know having to replace your center, both tackles, if Zach's not back, I'm, I'm not sure how you're gonna. I mean, I don't know how much better you can really get. I, 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 it's just it's one of those things where hopefully that offensive line can can gel a little bit. They can get Zach back in there and at least feel good about the interior three I mean I, I, I 10 more games it, it is going to be a long season and, and you can say the Washington football team the Washington whatever and and it, it doesn't matter that, that you it's still you still got to go strap it up and you got to go play and uh, I mean they they've got good players on that team too even though they have you know fallen on some hard times how embarrassing is it going to be for the Cowboys to get, you know, to get beat by Washington? And if you couldn't get up for a Monday night game, how are you going to get up for this game? It, 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 there's so many questions to me that are unanswered. I know that, you know, Washington's, to me, the, the, the whole NFC East is garbage, but they really do have a solid uh, defensive line. And I think that's going to be something that you can't take for granted considering the, all the injuries along Dallas's offensive line. Yeah, it's, I mean, exactly. I and you'd like to say, well, guys, we can, you know, we can line up and play defense, and we can get after them with our front, and we can. Oh, not really. We don't. We don't have that either. And that, to me, that's the thing that makes it so, uh, you know, so hard to swallow is understanding where where is this team going to go. I mean, where are the Cowboys going to go when when they're down so many guys 
and then personnel wise from a defensive standpoint they're that they're this they're this i mean i can't i can't i can't say it any different they're that bad okay I mean, so are, let me ask you this <clears throat> is is it are they bad because of all of the injuries or are they bad because they have bad personnel yeah they don't have that many injuries on the defensive side okay I mean, so got, so who's so you have ripped from here to yonder the general manager of the Texas Rangers why aren't you ripping the general manager of the Cowboys? Well, because he doesn't make he doesn't he's not making the play. He's, not he's making picking the, the players. No, he's not. He's not. No, no, okay. no. You're not. I'm not going to let you be one of those guys. No, he is allow. He allows. He he gets he gets input from Will McClay and the personnel staff. He gets input from the coaching staff, and together those guys make the pick. That that the 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 perception that Jerry Jones is the guy that goes in and looks at all the film and makes the no makes the I decision. don't think any of us are assuming that stretch but I think he, he's as he said many times he has his hand in on everything that goes he, with the Cowboys no question absolutely so he's no been question. the general manager for all these years and it's the same result well, there's no, there's, I mean, there's no question he's got his hand on it. He he writes the checks and he has his hand on it. But I'm telling you guys, I've been in there and I was in there and I saw it operate every single year I was there, and I can tell you that it hasn't changed any. And that's that ultimately there there's a collective decision that comes out of that room, and collectively they are making and have made poor piss poor decisions and I mean bad especially when you talk about the secondary whether it was Mo Claiborne whether it was Byron Jones whether it was Xavier Woods whether it was a signing of Worley this year whether it was allowing Jeff Heath to get out of here on and on and on and on and at some point at some point okay we could we we could hammer it to Jerry at some point you gotta he has to be hearing a different voice he needs to be hearing something that, to me, is, is, is different than what he's hearing right now. And that's the, from a coaching perspective and from a personnel perspective. They've got to come together as one and go make a sound decision on whether it's a free agent decision or whether it's a who-you-draft standpoint from a secondary. Because they ain't drafted anybody in the secondary since Shep was a pup, and he's a big dog right now. They have not done worth a tinker's ass at drafting in the secondary. And to me, that's what's so glaring right now is they haven't made sound decisions from what to do with this secondary. There have been changes, and we're up against the break. There have been changes in the coaching staff. There have been changes in the head coach. There have been changes in personnel, and it's still the same result. They're very, very average, average at best uh, and you you said it earlier. Doesn't eight and eight look good? Well, no, it doesn't look good. Why would eight and eight look good? It looks better than what they got right now. It looks better than the product they're putting on the field right now, brother. Jason Garrett never put a product this bad on the field in his time that he was there. And I'm telling you right now, this team right is staring, staring four and twelve, five and eleven right in the face, and maybe an NFC East title. <laughs> 13 after 11, this is ESPN Central Texas. We've got more coming up next. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. 
This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Partly sunny skies expected today. That means more clouds and sunshine, but I do think later on this afternoon, we turn mostly sunny. High temperatures today topping out at 85 degrees. Partly to mostly clear skies expected tonight. We fall to 67. And tomorrow, kind of the same story. Partly sunny skies in the morning, becoming mostly sunny in the afternoon. Look for a high around 86. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5.30 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Some things never change, like the commitment to service and protection the Nitchi Group Insurance Agency has offered since 1949. Whether you're needing a new business policy to get your operations up and running, adding cyber liability for a remote workforce, or if you're needing to pause your current coverage, our team is here for the protection you need when you need it. Whatever your coverage needs, talk to the experts that care. Call the Nitchi Group to discuss your personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs at 1-800-258-8302. Midway Panthers football on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Bird Colgen Ford. Hi, this is Tom Barfield. Join Kenneth Weithorn, Darren Burrow, and me for Midway Panthers football. This Thursday night, the Panthers take on the Tigers of Mansfield. Our broadcast begins at 6.30 with the pregame, the kickoff, and all the action at 7 o'clock. It's Midway in Mansfield, and it's this Thursday night right here on ESPN Central Texas. Triple S Sports is your one-stop shop for all baseball and softball gear. They have the latest bats, gloves, balls, and equipment from the names you know and trust. Rawlings, Louisville Slugger, DeMarini, Wilson, Easton, Mizuno, Under Armour, and New Balance. Play ball! Triple S Sports can also take care of your team uniform needs with their large selection of the latest sublimated apparel and custom caps. Ask about team, league, and school special discounts. Stop by their warehouse in Waco or visit them at triplessports.com. You're out! Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you are searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham. Cunningham Realtor with Coldwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Stonewood Dental is your comfortable and remarkable home for a full spectrum of general dentistry starting at age six months. They feature a specialized treatment of TMJ pain known as Biostetics, the highest degree of bite correction treatment that relieves patients of pain and gives them the smile of a lifetime. From simple fillings to full cosmetic reconstruction, Stonewood Dental also specializes in oral or IV sedation, implants, and wisdom teeth removal. They accept most insurance policies, including Medicaid and CHIPS at Stonewood Dental in Robinson. When it comes to me and my money, I know the way it should be. For a limited time, refinance your vehicle and have 90 days with zero payments, only at Genco FCU. Refinancing will lower your rate and lower your payment. Actually pay less for your vehicle. Then two winners have a chance to win a 0% loan. You can't pass on rates as low as 1.75% for 48 months. Apply online today and save your money. With every loan refinanced, Genco will donate to a school fund for two schools to win a $1,500 donation. The two schools with the most votes 
win. Vote today and every day until December 4th. Go to GencoFCU.org. No purchase necessary to vote. Refinance and pay less for your vehicle. Keep your payments for 90 days and help your school win cash. Annual percentage rate subject to change without notice. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. For more information, go to GencoFCU.org. NCUA Equal Housing Lender. Eleven eighteen. This is ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Stretch and Garrett, and we're glad you're with us. We're talking some cowboy football today, and I'm sure we'll be talking a lot of cowboy football for the remainder of, uh, of the week as we uh, as we roll into another wonderful game on Sunday with the uh, Washington Redskins. Uh, I'm sorry, the uh, uh, Washington Football <laughs> Team. Hey, hey, old habits, man. I mean, uh, hey, hey. Hey, that that and it came off real easy. That's that's how easy that that happened. It rolled right off your tongue. Yep, it's the first time I did it. So uh, we're going to get back to our conversation, but we're gonna we'll we'll do that uh, in a few minutes. Uh, but uh, right now, uh, we're going to welcome in to the program uh, uh, stretch. I think I think we got this ready to go uh, with. Uh, with Joe Trahan from WFAA, he he was at the game. He he wasn't he, he was he wasn't like Stretch. Stretch bailed, and uh, he didn't, he didn't he Stretch didn't want to watch that. Uh, but uh, Joe had to watch that. Uh, Joe, good morning. Thanks for jumping on with us. Yeah, thanks so much for having me, guys. I I think Coach got the good end of that. By the way, <laughs> yeah. he, he didn't have to see that idiocy, you know, unveil right in front of his eyes. That's that's some bad football, gentlemen. That's that's as bad as it gets around here. You know, Joe, I, I appreciate you jumping on with with Tom and I and Garrett. I I, I want to ask you though, and 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 I did bail on you last night, and I was and I was dang glad to to do it to get out of there. But <laughs> you know, after the game, kind of kind of go through what you felt, you know, kind of how you felt, how this COVID issue has has diminished really your role, and then how how you're today. I just noticed on Twitter that you, you, you come out and you talk about how, you know, what Jerry was talking about it being a death sentence. But really walk us through your night last night and, and what a dismal performance it was and then how you're kind of navigating your waters of what you're doing with the, you know, with the job that you do at Channel 8. Yeah, it, it, it kind of changes things, guys, because with the COVID protocols in terms of how they deal with us in the media, we don't get a chance to see those guys face-to-face anymore. I, I haven't seen a Cowboys player face-to-face to try and pull them aside and say, hey, man, what about this? What about that? I mean, sure look looked like a lack of effort here. I think I saw that there. I'm like, well, did I see that right? I don't have the benefit of, of really any of that, right? They, we get on a bunch of Zoom calls or WebEx calls and, and hear from the guys afterward. And, uh, you know, it's hard to get the same sort of information and kind of dig in and try and, you know, for lack of a better way of putting it, pick up the scab a little bit to try and figure out what's in the middle of that wound causing all of this uh, dysfunction. Um, so that part of it is difficult. But, you know, from what the guy said, I mean, it's it's a lot of what you hear from bad football teams, right? We got to do better. Um, we can't do that. That's unacceptable. We, all, we know all that. We, we got that. We know that part of it. Why is it happening and I'm not hearing a lot of that from this team at this point. Yeah, talking with Joe Trahan at Channel 8 in Dallas. You know, Joe, 
we 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 saw and went and watched you know what what we felt like was years of mediocrity with Jason Garrett and and the product he put on the field and and I know you know because I've worked with you on Sunday nights that I was critical of whether it was a an offensive line coach and Paul Alexander that they had here I've been openly critical of uh, of things that I see and I think that makes it difficult too that we don't have the access we don't have that interaction to really kind of give us the words of affirmation we go by what we see on the film and then we go out and we try to you know draw a conclusion to what we're seeing but defensively right now this football team is a wreck and I'm saying it's a wreck and and you've heard me say it it's a wreck from a leverage standpoint but but Joe it's it's a wreck from a personnel standpoint too isn't it yeah I do think that's part of the issue coach and and, you know, we've had this conversation before, but I, I think it's pertinent to what's going on right now. How much of it falls on the players? How much of it falls on the coaches? It's hard to get that gauge right now because here's the problem. It's week in and week out, the same issue time and time again. And and, and you got to think the Cardinals were, they were just licking their chops, right? Because a lot of that air raid has those end arounds you know, and, 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 and trying to gain leverage on your opponent that's that's built into that scheme. And they just made it too easy for Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray to do that yesterday. There's a fourth and one play early in the second quarter uh, before the Cardinals had scored at all. And and I was curious. I was like, all right, how did they how did they attack the Cowboys on this play? And of course, what did they do? It was simple misdirection, get around the edge. Kyler Murray keeps it. It was just too easy. And it was the exact same problem that we've been talking about for the five previous games. They did not set the edge on that end. And it's like you, you, you can't continually bash your head up against the wall and make the same mistakes over and over and over again. I, I want to say it's coaching, but when you, like you said, coach, when you look at the way this team uh, plays overall, you've got to blame the players too. I mean, I think there's enough blame to go around for everyone. Yeah, and and, and when you say that, Joe, uh, talk to us a little bit about the quarterback play. I mean, I, I mean, Andy Dalton, everybody thought, well, this is going to be, you know, we're going to be able to see a guy that there's not going to be a lot of drop-off here between he and Dak. And, and, and I, it, what I saw last night was I saw him try to make those seam throws try to do th- some of the things in the middle of the field, and the timing wasn't there. Is that the same feeling you got watching it from the press box last night? No, I, I actually, Coach, I mean, I, I I wasn't with the whole group think that, that there wouldn't be this huge drop-off. I mean, I, I thought my, my point was, you know, uh, Andy Dalton needed to be a glorified bus driver. He, he, he couldn't drive the, the yellow school bus. He needed to drive a party bus, right? But I, I didn't think it would be – I didn't think it would be anywhere close, and it wasn't anywhere close. And I think there are a lot of people who do what we do and talk about football who probably owe Dak Prescott an apology, right? Because I think he masked a lot of the flaws with that offensive line, and he made it look easier than it was. And no, the throws may not have been very accurate, but he got them there somehow, some way. Well, Dalton didn't even have a chance last night. Uh, The drop-off was precipitous. I will say this, though. I don't feel like it was a fair fight for Andy because of several factors, the early deficit, the turnovers, the fact that you, you now have four, four 
guys out, four starters out of your offensive line once Zach Martin left that game. I mean, that's, that's, that's not even a fair fight. And I know everyone has injuries, and I know that's part of what we're dealing with with COVID and all that other kind of stuff. But still, man, that's a whole new offensive line. You can't, uh, you can't overlook the downgrade in talent and production and, and ability when you get put in that situation. So um, he couldn't stem the tide. He couldn't turn it around. Um, and, and it, man, it's, it, it was hard to watch. It, I, I turned away, guys. I mean, at, at some point, midway in the fourth quarter, I had to go and do a live shot on Channel 8 anyway last night. But I was glad that I had to walk away for watching the way that game unfolded. <laughs> well, before, before we let you jump here, Joe, if could, could you see this being a one and done? All the things that all the things are considered, like you're saying, the injuries, COVID, uh, no no OTAs. Could could you see this being a one and done situation for this head coach of the Cowboys? I think it's a great question. I really do. Because, you know, my gut says that with the way the NFL works, they wouldn't want to set that precedent. But here's the flip side of that. They quit on uh, Mike McCarthy last night. Kenyon Drake drove that stake through their heart, and he made, he made that point perfectly clear. Uh, the Cowboys quit last night, especially defensively. They quit. And if that happens again and again and again, at some point, it falls on the head coach, right? So if that continues to happen through the season, I could see Jerry um, pulling the plug. I will say this. I don't think that will happen. What I think will happen is the defensive coordinator will end up being the fall guy for the dysfunction. They will also, like Jerry did today on his radio show, he blamed the fact that they're having all these early miscues in games. And he said, listen, when you continue to, to give the other team encouragement and you pull the Cowboys back, you know, that's a death sentence in the NFL. So they're blaming that now. But we'll have to see how the season progresses because if they keep quitting, man, you do have to pull the plug at, at that point. Joe, I, I appreciate you jumping on with us last notice, and you know I appreciate you as a friend. And uh, have a great day today, man. Thanks for jumping on with us. All right. Thanks, Coach. Thanks, Tom. Y'all take care. We'll hey, you do the same. Thank you very much. Uh, great, great input uh, as as a guy that was there in the box watching it. Uh, and as he said, he had to turn away. And I don't know, Stretch. And, and, and again, I'll go back and say it, and this is, this is my opinion, and I, by golly, I'm entitled to it. The one common denominator is at the very top. With with this team yeah. not being able to win, and I and I and I I I I can see, and I understand, and I respect your opinion. At the same time, I'm sharing with you what my experience has been, and I think that, and this is something we can talk about another time. I think there needs to be some new voices in the room that get to the guy that you point to all the time that that's that's my point I think there needs to he needs to hear some new things and you're saying okay well that's his decision I'm saying sometimes that has something to do with Stephen there's a lot of other uh, little variables here that that we don't talk about and, and obviously we can discuss that at another time but right now this team and this organization has got it in a funk, and I'm not sure how they're going to get it turned around. I don't think they are. I, I, I mean, sh what was was there a glimmer of hope 
in no. that football game last a glimmer of hope in anything that you saw and, and again and, and I'm with you on some of these decisions when it's 28 to 3 and I don't care it's fourth and 10 it's 28 to 3 you're going to trot out there and attempt a 58 yard field goal to make it 28 to 6 why 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 yeah, no no I, I and I'm with you and he you know he had to drive the he would have had to drive the ball well the laces didn't get turned right and he you know he, it, it looked like it he shanked it yeah, yeah, and and that's I, I agree with you. I mean, that's, that's but what if you okay, so let's say he splits the upright from sixty five. You know, it's a fifty eight yard field goal. It's perfect. It's right down the middle, and it's now twenty eight to six. Big deal. Yeah, and this is a this is the same guy that's gone for two in some questionable yeah. situations. It's gone for yeah, yeah. No, I Fake I'm with you. I mean, there's no way you there's, could analytically make that make that make any decision and certainly you can't blame that on that no all right it's 11 30 we're going to step aside right here and we are coming back with more of game time on espn central texas recently on unnecessary roughness i said that i was uh, falling asleep early and, and last saturday night i fell asleep watching coming to america and jt said as ward is out running amok burning up waco looking for the strange <laughs> you're only as old as you feel <laughs> I'm going to sleep early and Ward's out in the BM riding around looking, just looking for something. Ooh, 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 ooh. The radar is yeah. just like a submarine scanner? <laughs> the goal is... <laughs> Unnecessary Roughness, Monday through Friday, noon to 3 on ESPN Central Texas. Local officials will offer COVID-19 surge testing in McLennan County through October 30th. 40,000 COVID-19 tests have been allocated for this effort. Testing dates and sites are listed online at covidwaco.com. Save time, pre-registration online, and print your completed registration form. You can print your form at any of the four Waco libraries or three community centers at no charge. Waco Transit will be providing free transit rides to or from testing sites. All sites open 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Free COVID COVID-19 testing sites will be located throughout Waco until October 30th at the Waco Convention Center, McLennan Community College, Waco ISD Stadium, and the Syntax Chamber of Commerce. Please log on to covidwaco.com for exact dates of the free COVID-19 testing. You do not have to have symptoms to be tested. It will take just a few minutes for you to receive the easy nasal swab for the COVID-19 testing. Act today. Go to covidwaco.com. Be safe and be sure. Today's job market is full of demand for skilled trade workers. Electricians, welders, mechanics, these and other trades are the backbone of every community. They're also a huge part in making sure the Army National Guard is always fulfilling its mission of service to our country and communities. Soldiers train to keep the power flowing, engines running, and supplies moving. The skilled trades these soldiers perform are the same ones needed in today's civilian workforce. Army National Guard soldiers are on the fast track to learning skills that can set them up for success at home with companies looking to hire the best. With options from plumber to helicopter mechanic and everything in between, soldiers are able to select the trades that best fit their lives. Their resumes are being built through their paid training and part-time service. Find out how you too can learn a trade profession and serve your community and country by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Texas Army National Guard. Aired by the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station. Hey, have you thought about buying your first home and weren't sure where to start or if you qualify? Well, it's Matt Mosley from the Matt Mosley Show with Stephen Simcox. NeighborWorks Waco has been assisting Central Texans in the home buying process for the past 27 years, and they are ready to assist you 
Not enough money for down payment or low credit score? NeighborWorks Waco has programs that help you improve your credit score, and they help you get the best loan with the least out-of-pocket expense, plus to make sure you know what to look for in selecting that perfect home for you and your family. Call 254-752-1647 or visit the website at nw-waco.org to get started. NeighborWorks Waco is currently operating with social distancing protocol in place so that you can access our programs knowing your safety is their highest priority. NeighborWorks Waco is your trusted source for home ownership the right way. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Stephen Simcox with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Get the Durable Kubota L Series tractor for as low as $149 a month. Right now, WC Tractor at Moore Service Center in Star. Cowboys got embarrassed by the Cardinals on Monday night, losing 38 to 10. See, Gelliot fumbled twice Monday night and was put on the bench temporarily. He discussed the coach's decision to go with Tony Pollard for a series. I wasn't helping the team, and uh, I think it, they did the right thing, and uh, you know. Gave gave some of those reps to TP. You know, I, I can't I can't do that. Um, I have to be a guy uh, this team can lean on. You know, especially in the times right now, uh, so many of our, our starters hurt and not playing. Um, so it's just it's it's not acceptable. Um, and I need to figure it out. Stay tuned to ESPN Central Texas for Cowboys reaction all throughout the day on our local shows. According to T.R. Sullivan, the Rangers will name a new pitching coach by the end of the World Series. It's expected to be someone already in the organization. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Eleven thirty-five. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Stretch, Garrett, glad to have you with us as we uh, we roll through. And we're we're just gonna we're gonna stay with it. Uh, I mean, we're, you can take the the our uh, format sheet and throw it out the window. I want to <laughs> I want to continue to talk about where this team goes, what they do. I mean, so when they walk in the office, obviously the players won't be there today, maybe for treatment. But uh, when Mike McCarthy and his staff convened today what do they talk about i mean i mean break I and mean, you can break down well, that film yeah. three ways to sunday but uh, ugly's ugly i mean so where do they i mean where do they go and what do they do at this point i, I can only go tom on my point of reference which is i, I mean i would normally on this if, if when i was with the cowboys after a monday night home game i'd have been in the office about six thirty. i would have already looked at the film again for an eight o'clock meeting We'd have gone over, you know, mental mistakes, who made mistakes, uh, how do we correct the mistakes, and that's offensively and defensively. We come together at 10 o'clock and look at the game, entire game, entire staff, including Jerry and Steven sitting in the back of the room listening as we go over the game. They're listening to what is being said, how guys are grading film, the head coach is usually questioning what he saw and what was happening. And that's what makes this process, fellas, so uh, uh, so unable for a guy like me to understand why they haven't corrected their issues on the defensive side of the football. Because we're talking about, we're talking about alignment issues. We're talking about structure and how your defense is structured. And you heard Joe Trahan last segment say how easy it was for him on fourth down 
to get this defense outflanked, to get them out leveraged, to get the ball outside. In an offensive scheme, which is the air raid scheme, which that's what they do, they widen the field and they lengthen the field. They widen the field by running all those underneath crossing routes, by running all that uh, all that zoom motion and then jet sweeps and all the things that you, you saw them score with it last night. They flipped the ball underneath and just ran a jet sweep because they were out leveraged. I go back to week one against the Rams where they got out leveraged multiple times. Now we are six weeks into an NFL season and you haven't corrected what, what that issue is. You have still not been able to set the edge for your defense. That's what now I went from, guys, I went from openly saying, hey, this defensive coordinator, there's a problem here. There's a problem with what he's communicating or there's a problem with his scheme and how they're not setting the edge. I, I gave him the blame. Now we're six weeks into it, and I haven't seen the head coach who, by the way, Tom, I just said it, he should be watching that film and in those defensive meetings. They call you the head coach for a reason. You're over all phases of the football game. And when you haven't seen them correct what's going on, now I'm questioning you. I, me, and this is just me, guys. I, this, I, all I do as an analyst is look at the game and then give you an opinion on what I see. And, and, and I like that you're asking me this, Tom, because you're walking me through the process and trying to get our listeners to understand what that process is. But walking through that process and understand, understanding six games in why the Cowboy defense still has not been able to set the edge and to play leverage, it, it, I, I don't understand that. And now I am blaming the head coach. Well, last, oh. last night, they run a short zip motion and Murray missed the throw from about the 12-yard line to Fitzgerald in the back of the end zone. He's wide open for a touchdown. He runs a short motion and then runs a, a deep bend route or bench route. He misses him wide open. Another glaring situation of being out leveraged. So from from the just the let's let's take Mike McCarthy and let's just set him off to the side for just a second. Mike Nolan's the defensive coordinator. He's not the only dude in that room looking at that film that's a defensive coach. You're telling me nobody is going uh, raising the hand going, hey, Mike, look, repeatedly we're in this we're in this situation. We're 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 getting out flanked here. Right. Well, let's we go need through, to make an so adjustment. Let's go th- right. So let's go through what they've got on defense. They've got George Edwards, who who got let go. It was a defensive coordinator. He wasn't calling the plays up in Minnesota with Mike Zimmer. They brought him in as a as as a senior defensive consultant. Okay. You've got Jim Tom Sula, who's a defensive line coach, who was the head coach of the 49ers, but really he's a defensive line guy. Okay. Then you've got two completely inexperienced guys in linguist and Al Harris coaching the secondary, and they have zero experience. One came from Texas A&M, and one played for Mike McCarthy in Green Bay, played in Philadelphia in Green Bay. That's, that, that literally is your defensive staff room and the defensive coordinator, Mike Nolan. Do they know? I'm starting to question that. Again, six games into it, how can you still be – not adjusting to the fact that you got a leverage problem. I, it's, it's unexplainable. And 
in these times, and that's why I wanted Joe to jump on with us right there, in these times of COVID, I mean, you're really limited to what you can ask guys and limited uh, – what term did he use, Tom? Pick, pick at the scab yeah. to, to try to find out what is really the core issue of the problem right here. And, and other than just watching the film and the little bit that you get coming out of there – because you're not, you don't have locker room access. You don't have the access to go to the players and ask them. You don't have, you know, you don't have the players coming out and saying, "Hey, we we ain't being coached this way, or, or 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 things aren't happening this way, or we're not seeing this in practice." When you don't have access to that, then you're, you know, you're, you're we're limited to what we can ask, and then the opinions that you know you and I and, and Garrett that we can share during this show. All right, uh, 11.42, so flip it to the other side. So, you know, there's obviously some veteran coaches over on that side of the football, and you mentioned uh, the offensive line. And, again, let's let's take out their ability to, to actually perform, to actually block. But they should have, at this point, the ability to, to read and recognize, and they clearly do not. No, you're right, and – that's the other thing. So the offensive line coach is Joe Philbin, who was the head coach of the Miami Dolphins. You would, he, he was with McCarthy in Green Bay, coached the offensive line there. Uh, anytime you lose four guys of the five that you got, I, I, I'm not sure you're going to be – I'm really not – you can't be very good. And, and that's trickling down to the running game. That has nothing to do with Zeke fumbling the football twice. Absolutely nothing to do with that. They, uh, it does have to do with their inability to protect and to possibly be able to read and recognize um, blitzes. I, it's foreign to me because, again, I've been in those meetings. I understand what you want to do from a protection standpoint, bottom line is you've only got five to block, the center, the two guards, the two tackles, follow me here, and that's all you have to block. So now I'm going to go back to the coaching standpoint, and I'm going to say, why didn't they run some seven-man protections where they possibly kept a tight end Mm -hmm. and a back end, where they kept in two tight ends and were able to release the other guys? They kept running. They kept running what we would call scram, a five-man protection, and not helping anybody in your offensive line. Not giving any help to your two free agent tackles. Not giving any t- help to your backup center and your backup guard. Now that, to me, that points to coaching. That's a coat. That's a call. That's a Kellen Moore issue. That, that that's where the offensive line coach should Joe Philbin should have said to Kellen Moore, hey, Kellen, we can't run that protection anymore. Give us a seven-man protection. Give us an eight-man protection. They're bringing Buda Baker. They're bringing Sam and Will, Sawdog. They're bringing these guys. They were walking those guys up in the A-gaps where you had to go solid across there, and, and they weren't doing anything to adjust it. Points back to coaching, which ultimately then goes to the head coach. So now I'm, I, now I'm banging him across the head with a mallet twice because I'm saying – you, you haven't corrected your leverage issue on defense. And on offense, you've got backup guys on playing the offensive line, and you're not running any different protections to help those backup guys. 
Now, what the hell do you got a headset on for? You, you might as well unplug the damn thing and just make it a dead set, and that way you look like you know what you're doing out there. <laughs> Guys, it's ugly football, and there is no way we could sit here and talk about it till uh, all the way through tonight's show, and there's no way we can perfume this pig. It's ugly. Well, the, 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 the bad thing about the whole deal is I've never coached a day in my life. And, and I was watching the game last night, and I said, they've got to go max protect. They, they, can't, they can't block with five guys. They've got to go max protect. They've got to have an H or a tight end. They've got to have a, uh, they've got to have a, a running back. They've got to all stay in. And, and, and it's two wide receivers running a route. And right. if, I mean, yeah, I, two man, a two-man route. That's that, right. That's right. Because you had to go max protection. protection. That's correct. They That's were correct. Bring, and they were bringing more than you had, and they weren't recognizing that. Right. And, 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 and you're exactly right, Tom. I, I mean, you, you, you've seen enough football to know and, and, and to recognize that, and, and that's what makes me now point to and, – and, guys, I promise you, I, I know you guys don't know me this well. Lord bless us. We've been doing this show for, for two – going on two months or right at two months now. I am not for firing coaches. I, I know how hard it is to to be uh, in position to have to coach players and to, and to, and to open yourself to all kinds of criticism and and all the things that go with it. But when you don't, when you're not making correct adjustments and it's that glaring to to everybody, it, again, it falls on the head coach. Which is interesting because if you're going to give the guy the, the blame, you got to give the guy the credit. And, and they won a bunch of football games while he was the head man in, in Green Bay. So uh, it, it's, it's interesting how this, this whole dynamic is, is falling into place in Dallas. 1147, it's 13 away from noon. We're going to step aside and we're back with more in just a moment. It's the High School Football Pick'em Contest on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Whataburger. Each week, go to CentexSportsFan.com to vote for 10 selected games throughout the Central Texas area, with the winner receiving a Whataburger gift certificate. Introducing the new limited-time spicy chicken sandwich at Whataburger. With the flair of spicy, crispy chicken topped with fresh, cool veggies and pickles, this flavor speaks for itself. So stop by your hometown Whataburger and try it today. It's the High School Football Pick'em Contest, brought to you by Whataburger on ESPN Central Texas. <laughs> Hey, it's Matt Mosley, Matt Mosley Show, Stephen Simcox. Dr. Tyler Cooper, Dallas' own Cooper Clinic, says your health is your responsibility. Control what you can control to live a better life. One thing everyone can control is what we put in our bodies. Most of us don't get the proper amounts of vitamins, minerals we need from food alone. Supplements help round out our diet to ensure our bodies get what they need for better health. Whether it's comprehensive multivitamin, like Basic One Multivitamin, Advanced Omega-3 for heart and brain health, or melatonin to help you sleep better, Cooper Complete Nutrition supplements has what your body needs cooper complete has a special offer just for listeners to the matt mosley show buy any two bottles of cooper complete vitamins or supplements and get one bottle free just use coopercomplete.com the coupon code espn 2020 that's three bottles of cooper complete vitamins and supplements for the price of two when you use the coupon code espn 2020 at coopercomplete.com live longer live better with cooper complete nutritional supplements 
With more and more employees officing from their homes, how is your business pivoting during this unique time? Let the premier provider of technology in Texas, UBO Business Services, conduct a free business technology assessment for your organization. Our professional analysts will understand your organization's unique document workflow. You'll get a 360-degree view of all your document-related expenses, as well as see your employees' challenges and areas in need of improvement. Call Sean Hunt at 254-772-1600-UBEO.com. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Colwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery, call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107 or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Stephen Simcox with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Get the Durable Kubota L Series tractor for as low as $149 a month. Right now, WC Tractor at Moore Service Center in Star. Cowboys got embarrassed by the Cardinals on Monday night, losing 38 to 10. See, Gelliot fumbled twice Monday night and was put on the bench temporarily. He discussed the coach's decision to go with Tony Pollard for a series. I wasn't helping the team, and uh, I think it, they did the right thing, and uh, you know. Gave gave some of those reps to TP. You know, I, I can't I can't do that. Um, I have to be a guy this uh, team can lean on. You know, especially in the times right now, uh, so many of our, our starters hurt and not playing. Um, so it's just it's it's not acceptable. Um, and I need to figure it out. Stay tuned to ESPN Central Texas for Cowboys reaction all throughout the day on our local shows. According to T.R. Sullivan, the Rangers will name a new pitching coach by the end of the World Series. It's expected to be someone already in the organization. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's 11.51, 9 before 12 noon. Coming up at the top of the hour, it will be unnecessary roughness. I wonder what they're going to talk. I'm sure they got a lot of Bills and Chiefs conversation coming up uh, at the top of the hour uh, on unnecessary roughness with Q Ward and, and, and Steven. So look forward to that. Should be a lot of fun. Be a I little bet, facetious I, here. I bet, they yeah. don't, I bet they don't have that conversation. <laughs> I bet there's plenty of other things to talk about. Oh, my goodness. Uh, again, uh, we'll, uh, we'll, you know, and I'm sure that tomorrow we'll, uh, we'll have some more conversation when it comes to uh, the Cowboys and, and, and you know, not only where the, this team goes, but where this organization goes. I mean, it, it's this thing runs deep, in my opinion. I mean, no, it does. I mean, you're, you're make, you make you you make good points, and it, it does run deep. It's there, there's some things that need to change. There's some things that are not going to change, and and it's not going to change as far as. Jerry being the GM, Stephen overlooking the process, that, that's not going to change. But, you know, how, how they change and how they navigate 
what's going on right now, it it, it better change because there, there, there's no excuse for the product that they put on that field last night. That's embarrassing. Yeah, and, and at the end of the day, that pyramid stops up there with them. So uh, <laughs> what what they do about it, if anything, is, you know, we'll have to kind of wait and see. But, man, in, in, surely you don't blow this thing up in the middle of the season, do you? No, I don't think they're going to blow it up in the middle of the season. Now, uh, let's see, after two more weeks, they have an off week. Could they could they possibly do something that off week from a defensive coordinator standpoint? They could. Uh, will they? I, I, I don't know. I mean, this is a guy, Mike Nolan, who was the head coach, who's the defensive coordinator now for the Cowboys, who was the head coach of the 49ers, and he gave Mike McCarthy his – first job in the mm-hmm. NFL so there's some deep loyalty and deep rooted issues there but at some point Mike McCarthy better understand if he doesn't do something about the defensive situation it's going to cost him his situation and I think that's those are the two things that need to be looked at I, I you may, you made a point earlier I mean this is a guy that took Green Bay to I, I think they went to nine straight years they were in the playoffs when he was the head coach there. That's one side of it. The other side of it is when he left, I mean, Aaron Rodgers said this, this guy is nothing more than a, a glorified gym coach. Now, somewhere somewhere in between there is probably the truth, but the way that they have ta- – the way he's come in here, he being Mike McCarthy, the way they structured what's going on and then how this team is playing and the lack of effort and the lack of, uh, of uh, sound football that they're playing – it, it it doesn't it doesn't bode well for him. So on the flip side, and I, we are clearly we got about sixty seconds. It, when when the game's unfolding and, and he's seeing what he's he, he is seeing and what we're all seeing, why? And again, I'm just asking you to speculate here in about forty five seconds. Why doesn't he walk down to the twenty five yard line or the thirty yard line where? Kellen Moore is standing and say, "Max, protect." I, I, he didn't have to walk down there. He can flip the he can flip the switch on the headset and say, "You know what? That's not what I want to see." Why is he not doing that? That that's that's a, that's a good question. Unfortunately, we don't have the answer right now. All we can go on is what we see on the film and what we go by. But right now, it, it doesn't look like he's he's telling him anything. There there it's 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 a it's a runaway nightmare train that what we're looking at right now. And the train is in the ditch. Uh, that's going to do it for us. Uh, the uh, the group is coming up next. Unnecessary roughness with Q Ward and, and Stephen. They'll continue the conversation on the. Uh, woeful performance or if you want to even describe it a performance by the Cowboys that's coming up next and uh, we'll be back this afternoon at three o'clock to continue the conversation and back tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. with another edition of game time here on ESPN Central Texas.